This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Live, presented by Kaleida Health. All right, here we are, hour number two. Chris Brown, Steve Tess with you on a Thursday, three days away from Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And we are asking you what will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl. We go to the tweet sheet for some answers now. Tweet sheet brought to you by Corrigan Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. And Greg leads us off and says, Eagles defense because of their physicality. You know what's really interesting about their pass rush, Steve? They almost play a 50 front or a delayed 50 front. So it looks like a four-man front, and all of a sudden there's a fifth guy there, Mm -hmm. and they force those five offensive linemen to play man-to-man. They only trigger it when – the opponent is spread out, you know, nobody in the back, like empty backfield. They'll go man up and just say, okay, you're going to go nobody in the backfield. We're going to go five on your five, and our five are better than your five, and we're going to win. And right. more often than not, they do, and it's one of the big reasons why they got 70 sacks this year. 70. That's a, it's a huge number, and, that, and it has been the difference for them, no question about it. And that The Chiefs are going to have to have an answer for it. Now – one thing also, if the Chiefs are the team we know they are, they will have an answer for it. And, in fact, we'll probably do a couple of things to invite it, invite them to do it once in a while. Especially with two weeks to prepare. Yeah. They'll, they'll have a wrinkle in their offense where they're going get, to get it blocked up and leave those six guys in the back end hanging out to dry. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Mike on the tweet sheet feels the same way. Eagles pass rush will be the difference. Mahomes still dealing with that ankle injury that takes weeks to heal, so it won't be 100%. If they can't get pressure, he'll simply pick them apart. I've seen a lot of people, Steve, believe that this game could play out much the way the Super Bowl a few years ago did between the Chiefs and Tampa when, if you remember, Mahomes had a toe injury and couldn't move around, and that pass rush ate him for lunch most of the day. And, you know... The Chiefs ultimately came up short. Some people feel it's going to play out similarly 
with his Eagles pass. And I don't think so. Not the way he played against Cincinnati in the yeah. division round. He played. He moved around fine. I saw it a couple of times where he looked like a little twinge in his, you know, hitch in his giddy up. But with two weeks to get better, yeah, they're working I on think that thing a, day I, and night. Yeah, I think that high ankles or whatever it is is not even a ripple. Um, and if Mahomes is healthy, and the Eagles are counting on him not to be, I think it's a. I think they're asking for it. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the ankle is a factor at all in this game. Okay, Tiffany says on the tweet sheet, I believe Andy Reid will Philly specially Eagles with a few offensive plays he's been saving to deploy on the big stage Sunday. Well, if there's one thing for sure, Andy Reid is as creative as they come, and it wouldn't shock me if he's got some special plays dialed up for what he think could work at a critical moment against that team. Everybody's talked about how aggressive Nick Sirianni has been on third and fourth down. And I know Andy Reid in the regular season isn't super aggressive. I think his percentage is down in the lower third of the league in terms of aggressiveness. But in the playoffs, his aggressiveness doubles. He's very aggressive in the postseason. Um, or at least he has been in the past. We'll see if he is on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if he's got a couple of things up his sleeve. Oh, Usually absolutely. does. So do, and Philly will, too. I mean, it'll be no holds barred. I mean, yeah, that's this is the one ultimate game where they you always say, don't leave it on the table. I mean, I I got a block punt in the Super Bowl for that because of that mentality. Yeah, um, that's just the way you as the first punt of the game. They said, yeah, go for it. So um, coaches are in that mindset. There's nothing on off the table. You know, they say, well, if we get into – they're always saying, hey, if we get into this certain situation, we may do this or we may try that. Or if something funky happens, if we get in there, you know, they got the score out of whack or this and that's going on, we might try something like that. No. It's like whenever you and, – and famously in that Philadelphia-New England Super Bowl, the Philly special, Foles comes, Foles comes over and goes, hey, you want the Philly-Philly? And Doug Peterson's going, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he waited like a beat and a half. Yeah, he said, he's yeah like, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. And and Frank Reich was the offensive OC, and he said it was it was a brilliant move by Peterson because that's exactly the kind of vibe that the team had the entire year. And he felt it, and he went with it, and he said, okay, go. And he said, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, they pulled it off, obviously, famously, and, and there you have it. That, that's the kind of mindset these coaching staffs are going to be in for this game. So let me ask you this, because we've seen reports this week that the Chiefs practice every minute detail of what game day is going to be in the Super Bowl, even halftime. They practiced halftime and how long it would be and what they would do if it gets extended even longer because of some snafu with the stage performance of Rihanna right, and maybe they right, can't get right. stuff off the field. It's a thing. I, they practice that? It's a thing. In fact, it's a, it's a big moment, too, when, what we learned in our Super Bowls even way back then, it's a twenty-five. It's a twelve-minute halftime usually in this in, in the, the regular NFL, season. Regular right. season. Now it's a twenty-five-minute halftime. It's, it's more twice. than twice. More than twice. Just yeah. more than twice as long. Twenty-five minutes for halftime. And usually, and we we talk about it all the time how the NFL is a is a thing of a place of habit of routine, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you have your your game day meal is four hours or two hours or three hours, two, three, or four hours before game time. Extended pregame because of America the Beautiful, the National Anthem, 
the you know the flyover, the parades, the interviews, the you know, introduction, all of that stuff. It's a it, you're off the field earlier before game time than you normally are in a, in a regular season game. So there's that. So all that stuff by halftime of the game, they have to bring food in. For the players, because yeah. it's so long, they're refuel. starving. Yeah, you refuel. And they're out of carbs. So they got all these, you know, and they did it. Remember when the Chiefs game in, in Kansas City for the Bills got delayed in week five of 2020? 50-minute rain delay. Right. Or lightning. They, they, they break out the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yep. So they've got to have that going for them. they got to have all this stuff ready. You know, so practicing the halftime of the Super Bowl is, a, is a, I think, kind of a normal move. You got to get your guys' minds around what it's going to be like, so they're not sitting there going, "God, what?" So they start getting distracted by the delays. They start getting put off by it. They got to be ready for it. Okay. And when they go into that halftime, and they're ready for it, and they, say, oh yeah, okay, it gives them more confidence in everything else that they've planned to do, because oh, we're all over this. We got this. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Okay. All of that. It it it's, it builds the confidence you get in your preparation. When you see it taking place and working, even in the small things like, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at halftime, it really goes a long way towards setting your mind right, going out and trying and playing your best. All right, fair it's, enough. It's big, man. Because I'm telling you what, because it sounds today, silly. It's like we're preparing right. for how long halftime is. Like today, gonna- is when the players have had enough. Most of the what the- Thursday, yeah. The energy that they have that they spend during the regular season on the media obligations and the family obligations and the ticket obligations and the team obligations, whatever, it's all used up. It's all used up because it's so much. Yeah. Now they're sitting there going, oh, I got I got Friday, Saturday and all day Sunday to get. Yeah. Whoa, God. It's exhausting. That's when you really got to. Buckle up, get and your get rest. Through it. And yeah, you gotta, you gotta power your way through it mentally because your your normal energy cycle is all messed up now today because it's been three days of media already, right? And you're just like, well, come on, man, where's the game? Yeah. <laughs> where's the game? Yeah, because you're used to those three days being Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in a regular game week. Yeah. In the regular season. Now it's like Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And today you're like, God, geez, what? Today? Who else wants to talk to me? Right. It's, it's, I get it. It's rough. We are now going to welcome in our guest for the two o'clock hour. It is one Sam Acho. All right. Welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker, and we are pleased to be joined now by ESPN NFL and college football studio analyst Sam Acho who you're also going to be able to find on XFL broadcasts this coming spring, as he is going to be one of the commentators. Keeping yourself busy, Sam. Man, I'm excited, man. Obviously, you know, finished my time in the NFL, played with the Bills for a bit, had my cup of tea there, played in Tampa Bay, and then now I'm getting a chance to not only do ESPN, but call games for the XFL. I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, and, and you, you are staying busy, no question about it. You've got a new book out, which is called Change Starts With You, Following Your Fire to Heal a Broken World. You're, uh, you've got a chance to be an, an inspirational speaker and, and talk a lot around the country about leadership. What do you, give us some thoughts about the book, how it's going. This is your second book, of course, as well. Give us your thoughts about this newest edition that you put in print. 
Yeah, this book really is about leadership and about leading through uh, adversity. I mean, especially DeMar Hamlin, who saw what happened there and like how there were so many leaders wondering what should we do and how should we do it? And then you go through it. It's like, man, like, what if there's ways we can actually make real change? And so uh, my book, Change Starts With You, is really about, man, like what happened during COVID? And then like sports was canceled and all these things happened. And all of a sudden, like we see George Floyd killed. We see all these. It's like, man, what if we could actually like make a change, supposed to just argue and fight and maybe, you know, listening is great. What if we could actually move? And so um, some friends and I, some former athletes, not former athletes, current athletes got a chance to come together and um, build a food mart. And what we discovered was a food desert. And it started with just getting a little bit curious and staying open to uh, be willing to make a change in our community. Yeah, we we kind of experienced that firsthand here in Buffalo with the uh, tragic racial shooting uh, back in May last year, where the only grocery store where unfortunately this incident happened turned east the East Buffalo community on Jefferson Avenue into a food desert, and you know it prompted some people to take positive action as well. So we we know exactly where you're coming from. So just so everybody knows, though, the official release is March 7th for the book, right? Yeah, yeah. so it comes out March 7th, but the book's available for pre-order right now, right? So in a few weeks, it'll be out, but it's available for pre-order now, and there's some uh, pretty awesome pre-order offers. You'll be able to get a chance to advance, you know, uh, chapters early and all these other things. And so it's at sammachobook.com, but you're right, man. Like, so often, we think that we can't do anything, whether it's about race, whether it's about um, our families, whether it's about, like, our teams, but we realized, man, like I remember when the Bills, remember that all this that huge snowstorm, and Bills fans came and started clearing out all the snow so players could get out and go play the game in Detroit, right? Like change starts with you. It might seem like a little tiny thing, but if you come together as a like as a unit, as a community, you can make massive change. And the players, uh, athletes, students, kids, your kid, your your kids, like people will feel the effects of you taking that one step. The subtitle, we talk about it, Following Your Fire to Heal a Broken World. It talks about what is that fire that we've all been missing? Or maybe there's a fire that you've been kind of quenching. How do you get to that fire and follow it to change the world? Well, Sam, good luck with the book. But we're looking forward to its release. I wanted to also ask you about the other project we mentioned a moment ago. You are an analyst for XFL football. What uh, what led to this and how's it going to go? And What are your thoughts about you know, this new season coming up? What's the schedule look like? Man, I couldn't be more excited. So the season starts the week after Super Bowl. So in about nine days is when the first game is. And so February 18th. And what led to it was really an opportunity. I haven't told a lot of people this story. So I was covering college football and the NFL. And I happened to be in studio one day. And, and one of my hosts missed their flight. And they missed their flight. And so somebody said, hey, Sam, we're gonna. are you available to be in studio? I said, sure. And so they were going to do this audition not really an audition but in so many ways an audition for the xfl which is going to be totally different than anything we've seen you're gonna have open microphones so player coach communication you'll hear all of that there's going to be new rules where coaches get one challenge you can challenge anything in the entire game right like you can challenge a missed pass interference you can challenge whatever you want to challenge the rock is the co-owner along with danny garcia so co-owners of the xfl and so that's what led to my opportunity. I got a chance to do this audition because someone missed their flight. And I think I did a really good job. And like the referee, you know, we had integrated Dean Blandino, the referee who's going to, we're going to hear his audio like throughout the entire game, anytime a call is being made. And so I got a chance to do that. And then along with that, um, my role will be calling some of the games. So I'll be the, the, the color analyst for, you know, week one, it'll be 
on ESPN, the Orlando Guardians at the Houston Roughnecks. It's my first game. There's going to be a game on FX the following week on Thursday. So really um, Saturdays and Sundays are mainly the games and also Thursdays and a Friday here or there. Yeah, and I would imagine, Sam, that this is going to go outside the box of, you know, what Steve did for CBS for 18, 20 years as a color analyst, because with all that extra content live, uh, we're going to be able to like climb into the head of those player coach conversations all the more because we're going to not only see them live, but you're going to be able to kind of commentate on them having been in those situations yourself, I would assume. And you'll be able to listen to them. It's almost like you won't even need – like, you know, you have the coaches' interviews, which we'll have at halftime. Oh, we got to run hard and tackle better and all these things. They don't give you anything. We'll be in the locker room at halftime listening to what the coaches are saying and what they're teaching their players. We'll have – you know, in, in the NFL, and Steve, you know this really well, they have the iPads where they just do the screenshots. You only see a screenshot of the play that happened before on the sideline. Well, now you actually have the live film and the live footage. You can watch it. The coaches have access. The players have access. But also we as fans will be able to have access to that. So after a touchdown, you'll be able to go and watch with the player, have the, the quarterback or the player tell me what happened on this play, and you'll watch it. And they'll tell you exactly what the play was called. You'll hear play calls. You'll hear defensive adjustments. You'll hear from defensive coordinators as they combat against offensive coordinators. This is unprecedented access. That's why I'm so excited about this XFL 3.0. Yes, the access, but also the leadership. The Rock, Danny Garcia, Redbird, Redbird Capital. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Partners are obviously ESPN, a multi-year agreement. So you've also got some stuff going on, uh, as is everybody uh, in the football world. Everybody's kind of focused on the Super Bowl coming up here this weekend. Um, you have also kept track a little bit of what's going on with your old team, the Buffalo Bills. Where you, like you said, you're here for a cup of coffee. Um, what are your thoughts on a team like Buffalo, like a team like San Francisco, um, these like a team like Cincinnati and Kansas City, those kind of teams that are up at the top, uh, along with Philadelphia. Uh, you know ha- that they're so close every year, and when you get into those final games, the division round of the playoffs and the championship round of the playoffs and the Super Bowl you know, what the key ingredients are that can put a team over the top. What do you see the Buffalo Bills at right there, as well as some of the other teams that are right at the top of the heap? Well, and you all know this, and Steve, you know this well as well. You could almost feel the pressure that was put on the team. 
or maybe the team put on themselves the expectation, specifically with Buffalo. And sometimes that there, it's a lot of weight. And I know the team went through a lot, right? I mean, think about like players losing loved ones early in the season, uh, the snowstorms. You think about uh, DeMar Ham. Like the team went through a lot. And these are not excuses. But then the expectations, right? The Patriots are down. Patriots have been down. This is your time. No more Tom Brady. And you could that's what I felt, that pressure. Uh, it seems like with Kansas City, you talk about other teams at the top, there's this freedom in so many ways. And maybe that's a, you know, I don't know what that comes from, right? There's this freedom. And obviously not every team can make it every year. We get it. Um, but, man, it's like you know the talent's there. You know the coaching is there. But you felt that pressure and that pushing and trying to go back out there and play, even though Josh Allen had the injury and trying to play through it. Stuff like that is where you say, man, how do you get over the hump? And and sometimes it, it, it does take a player or two, right? Losing Von Miller is obviously huge. The reason you got him was to go and win in the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. So losing him hurts a ton. So maybe it just takes a healthy Von, you know? Like sometimes that's all it takes. But that's what I felt watching the games. A little bit of that pressure um, for, for the Bills. And then specifically with respect to the Super Bowl matchup, Sam, you know, you have two of, I think what are arguably the two best offensive lines in football matching up. I know the the Eagles are pretty darn good front to back on the defensive side as well. The Chiefs might not be quite as talented defensively, but they've got a veteran play caller in Spagnolo who can somehow tilt the scales in favor of his unit an awful lot. Do you see the offenses dictating this game or or do you anticipate maybe one of these defensive units playing a major hand in this thing i think the defense for the chiefs will have to step up and i don't know if it's going to be chris jones on the defensive line or george Karloftis, the rookie out of purdue i don't know who it'll be or what it'll be but someone on philly's defense will have to step up i don't know if it's just going to be in in the in the passing game right and getting sacked i think it'll have to be like stopping the run philly when the rubber meets the road, Philly wants to run the football. We've seen it a couple times. They ran over they had a couple of game over 250 yards once, a couple games, you know, like in the playoffs, ran it over 160. Philly wants to run the ball. And if Philly can dictate the game by running the ball, it's going to be a long day for the Chiefs. But if the Chiefs can get Philly in like second and long, right? Third and long, maybe force a turnover too. The one game that Jalen Hurts lost. I think they turned the ball over four times. One interception, I believe it was three fumbles. That's See, the formula. Uh, right. Yeah. I was going to ask as, as well. It seems like, and we, if you boil this game down to its most basic fundamental things, uh, Philly seems to have a really loaded roster around Jalen Hurts. Certainly Jalen played very well this season, but their defensive front, their secondary of Philadelphia – uh, and of course, their offensive line running game and all and and their weapons on the outside, they seem to be a really loaded roster. The Kansas City Chiefs seem to be Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and a bunch of guys. Uh, is that the basics of this game? It's because because Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes lead all time his historic levels in some of their statistics in playoff football. Those two guys are powerhouses. But the Eagles come in with a really loaded roster. Is that kind of the basics of this game? Well, I think it's 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 deeper than that. I think the next level is the bunch of guys, but the coach putting these bunch of guys in a position to succeed. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Remember, he was in Green Bay. This dude was one of the top as far as like average yards per catch. He was tops in the league. So you get rid of 
uh, Tyreek Hill, all of a sudden you do have a potential deep threat in Scantling. Juju Smith-Schuster, who, yes, had some injuries, but you find a way to get him involved. Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers, right? This late-round pick all of a sudden is the running back of the future, just getting gains that people don't usually get, yards after contact. And so it's about those pieces, putting them in place. That's been the difference. So, yes, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, but those bunch of guys are being, you know, marionetted by by their head coach and in, in, in Andy Reid. And then, Sam, I know you're always keeping an eye on your Longhorns. Uh, don't know if you've noticed, but in a lot of the early mock drafts, the Bills are being mocked Bijan Robinson. Personally, I don't think he's making it all the way down to 27. Um, so there's that. But all in all, um, what are your thoughts on him and his pro prospects for an NFL career? He's an animal. I mean, like, I, I, so I've called a couple Texas games, not only this year, but last year. He, it, and obviously, Costco Blanda, so I'm watching all the games. He's an animal. This dude has lateral quickness that is unprecedented. Like, think about, like, the Saquon Barkley type, what you saw him early in his career and even in Penn State. Um, he talked about wanting to be as strong as an ox. And he's strong, but he's also quick. Quick enough where, yeah, you could hit the hole downhill, sure. You want to say, man, hit the hole. Then all of a sudden you see him cut laterally and make a bigger play than he would have made if he hit the hole. And so you see him have great straight line speed, great lateral quickness, great strength, and big playability to catch the ball out of the backfield as well. So uh, there's no way he's getting to 27, is there? Uh, he's, he's not getting to 27. If he does, it'll be one of those Aaron Rodgers deals where it's like, how did he go all the way that late? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. Well, Sam, that's, uh, we appreciate you coming on with us. It's been great talking to you. And I hope that, uh, I hope your book is a, a huge success. Thanks for spending some time with us. No, thank you all so much. Love being on here. Anybody wants to know more, just go to samachobook.com. You can pre-order it uh, right now. Sounds good, Sam. Good luck with the book. That's Sam Acho joining us here, ESPN NFL and college football analyst. And he'll be doing XFL games this spring on ESPN as well. We take a break here, back with more here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker here on a Thursday. And, you know, we've been talking at times today about this Super Bowl matchup, Steve, and how the Eagles had a season with 70 sacks. You know who finished second? Who? The Chiefs. Really? 55 sacks on the year. Well, there you go. So, it's not like they're a slouch. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be, well, it's going to be a spectacle no matter what. It's uh, it's going to be fun to be around. I 57. I, God, I played in Super Bowl 25. It's been minute 32 years. Yeah. It's a long time, bro. Philadelphia is looking to become the sixth team to lead the league in sacks and win the Super Bowl in the same season. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh did it a couple times, maybe. Chicago did it in 85. Yeah, yeah, there are a few in there. Maybe um, uh, Seattle probably did it. Oh, Legion of Boom defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably the Ravens in 2000. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's. I think people forget that. Chiefs were second in the league in sacks with 55. <laughs> Not too shabby. Uh, final thoughts on the tweet sheet from Jack in terms of what will be the difference maker in this year's Super Bowl. Jack says, for the Eagles, the difference maker will be their O-line if they can stay on the field and keep 15 on the bench and create holes for Hurts and the running backs to run through and contain Jones, they'll win. That's a long list. For KC, it's Kelsey. 
How can it not be? No one can cover him. He is 7-11, always open. If he goes off, the Chiefs win. Well, he's going to go off. The question is, is he, is he going to be enough to do it, just Kelsey? Well, is he going to be he's 11 catches help. for 80 yards, or is he going to be 14 catches for 180? Like, Right, is he going to be – well, here's the thing. If he's going to be no 11, ca- 11 catches for 80 yards and two touchdowns, okay. Or is he going to be – like, is he really going to go off? Is he going to be like 12 catches for 210, three touchdowns, yeah. that kind of day? Um, you, you see any of them happening. <laughs> you just never know. You never know. His, uh, the problem is if the Eagles rush five, Kelsey's going to have a lot of yak. They don't do that all the time. They pick their spots, but it, they're effective when they do because one-on-one, yeah. your five on the O-line usually are not as good as their five on the D-line, and that's why they got. That's a big reason why they got 70 sacks this year. They just yeah. know when to dial it up, and they do. Um, we are going to turn the page on that and do a little NFL true-false, Steve, brought to you by Patron Tequila, the official tequila of the Buffalo Bills. NFL, true, false, number one. New offensive coordinator Kellen Moore will turn around the Chargers' offense. True or false? I will say false. Why? Well, they had really good players this year. Uh, Maybe Kellen Moore, maybe the offensive coordinator was the problem. Maybe. I don't think so. I think their problems run deeper. Um, I think he'll struggle to keep those guys on the field. I think they're going to continue to be an injured group. And I think they may take a step backwards before they take a step forward. Chargers were a better better total offense than the Cowboys, the team Kellen Moore leaves. Chargers were the ninth total offense in football. Cowboys were 11th. Cowboys were a far better running football team, which was the Achilles heel of the Chargers, 30th in rushing. Passing yards... Chargers were better than Dallas. They were third, while the Cowboys were 14th in passing. Then you go down to third down efficiency. Dallas was the better offense there, fifth in the league in third down conversions. The Chargers, not too bad, eighth. And then points per game, Chargers were 13th in the league. Dallas was fourth. Um... It's a tough one for me. I like Kellen Moore a lot. He's got Herbert, who I think is a better overall passer than Dak Prescott. Doesn't make as many mistakes. I think he's got a better arm than Prescott, too. Oh, yeah. So, even if Keenan Allen doesn't come back, uh, because there is talk he could be a cap casualty, I'm going to say true. I think Kellen Moore can make them a little bit better. Um, they're in a tough division and Brandon Staley's got major coaching matchups there because now you got Sean Payton and Andy Reid that you got to play twice. (laughs) You have fun with that. You're going to need all the help you can get. They were top 10 in total yards a game. They were top five in passing yards a game and they could not win games. Um, the problem really isn't on that side of the ball all that much, aside from trying to run the football where they were terrible. It was on the defensive side of the ball. 21st in points allowed. Yeah. You know, 28th against the run. They still couldn't stop anybody against the run. That's they, been a problem for them for years. 
Yeah, I mean, they finished second in the uh, division. They won 10 games. Yeah, and got in the playoffs. Um, I mean, they didn't stink. Right. And you can make that – you're going to make that argument I mean, that, you know, they were injured and all that. But, the, you know, that's a, it's an ongoing issue. I think that's a systemic issue with them. It's not just a luck of the draw anymore. Right. So, yeah, I, I think as good as their roster has been – yeah, I think I, th- I think they're going to struggle to keep it going as well as they did this year with yeah. ten wins. I don't. I, I think they take a step back next year. All right, fair enough. NFL true false numero dos: Texans should acquire quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo with D'Amico Ryan's hired as head coach. Yeah, sure. If they can't do any better. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get somebody. Why not Jimmy G? You know? Or Carr? Carr has a no-trade clause, so I think that might be a little bit more difficult to overcome. Maybe. But it's all about the compensation package, and the Raiders yeah. The Raiders uh, agreed to a compensation, compensation. Pretty favorable one. A compensation package with New Orleans. That's why Carr got permission to go visit, visit those guys. Obviously, Dave Derek Carr's not going to say, "Listen, I'll go visit him, but I ain't going there." He'll just say, "I ain't going there. I ain't going to visit." Um, so he's up for that. Houston, what will they offer? What would be the the enticement there? You know, there may be a little bit of a connection there because you know Derek was in Houston with his brother David as a kid hmm. when David was the first overall pick and, and got his clock cleaned by a bad franchise back sacks then. In yeah. one year. So he may want to go back there and have a little redemption there for his family. Uh, maybe uh, you know that's a that's a reach, but I think that's a big reach. But I, Derek Carr wants to move on and go somewhere where he can win. Presumably, that ain't Houston right now. Well, maybe that division. Jacksonville's playing pretty good, but you got Houston needs a lot. They got a left tackle, a running back. Brandon Cooks is your best receiver. Yeah, they need a lot of help. It's going to be three years before they're really a true contender. Doesn't I have think. to be. I mean, they they're going to get some they're going to get some picks in there. They'll you know they do have a lot of draft capital. Now, if, they got a hit on a lot. If of Derek them, Carr came in there to visit them and they said, "Here's what we're thinking about: we're going to get we're going to target in two interior linemen and a tackle to play on the right side from our left tackle, and we're going to protect you." You know, and we're going to get this run game going. Yeah. Why is Garoppolo the answer here? Is it because of the Nick Casario connection from their days together back in New England? Is, is that, Casario still there? He's the GM. Yeah. So I, I could understand why Garoppolo's name might come up. But to me, Jimmy G only gets you to the promised land if you have a multitude of things around him, which San Francisco had. Right. I mean, enormous number of playmakers on offense, a top five defense for the last three or five years. I mean, that's why Garoppolo got to the NFC title game and won it, went to the Super Bowl, and then lost because the guy can't get you there. He, you need to give him a if, ton of help around him to maximize what he does, which is a facilitator at best. You can't put him on a two-win team and say, 
We're going to be better now. It ain't going to happen. If the- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Last rookie drafted can come in and play as well as you are. You're not the guy. So I would say no. Jimmy G does not need to be there. Somebody else needs to be in Houston. They oh, need to. They so did just, I did I flip you from true to false? They need to. I said why not? But they need to get somebody. Hmm. They need to get somebody, if possible, better than Jimmy G. Somebody that's capable of lifting the that's play. That's why of I talk, start talking about him. Carr. I yeah. think Carr's better than Jimmy G. He is. You know, I would I, agree with that. I, I think there's going to be a guy, maybe somebody available that's better. So, I I would say Jimmy G is not option A. a yeah, he's not not option A, but he'd be better. Yeah, to me, you're settling. Absolutely, there's no question. You are ball. settling, but still, he's an upgrade. And and you're not only settling for Jimmy G, you're settling for a six win season at best. Because <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right now. Without the necessary help around him, he's not going to finish the season either. He'll wind up hurt again. Well, that's... I mean, he's hurt on a good team. Yeah. Can't finish the last two seasons. So, yeah. Thank you, no, Jimmy G. Um, He should just get into modeling. I can't tell you how many... Start selling soap. I can't tell you how many people think... How many ladies think he's the cat's meow. Including my own wife. So, you know, there you go. Uh, AFC championship game. <laughs> NFL true-false number three. AFC championship game was the best performance of Patrick Mahomes' career. No. False, you say? Yeah, false. Like this guy. Oh, you mean because of his ankle? Yeah, because of all that he dealt with. You know, no more Tyreek, and he wins the AFC title game over the defending AFC champion. It was great. Now, don't get me wrong. It was nice, very nice. He was like, was he over just over four hundred? Right. I don't think he threw for four hundred, did he? Uh, Maybe not. It was over three hundred. I know. Okay, over three hundred. You know, tooling around on a bad wheel. I get it, but no. Tootling around. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I like that. Tootling around the floor of Arrowhead Stadium. No, that was not – no. It may have been one of the most important, but that's to me, is a different thing. You know, any conference championship game, Super Bowl thing is a, is a big performance, especially when he plays well, which he kind of always does. But, I, you know, you can't put that ahead of a Super Bowl-winning performance. Okay, or so – Or the performance he put against the Bills on that AFC championship right. game three years ago. So – yeah, it's good. He played good, but I, I've seen him play better than that. 
29 of 43 for 326 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. And let me see, what was his passer rating? His passer rating was, where is it? I can't find it right now. Oh, sorry, rating 105.4. That was in the AFC title game. Good day. I think most people would take it. Do you want to know what he was in the AFC or in the AFC divisional playoff last year against the Bills, 42-36 overtime game? 33 of 44, yeah. which is 75% completion. 378 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, so yeah. 123 rating. Hold on. The week before that against a Pittsburgh team that crawled into the playoffs. Right. Roethlisberger's last year. 30 of 39 for 404 and five touchdowns. He had one pick in the game, 138 rating, averaged 10.36 yards per attempt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, then you have the 2021 playoffs coming off the 2020 season against the Bills in the AFC title game, 29 of 38, 76% completion, 325, three touchdowns, no picks, 127 rating. So the so, so I, I was right. You oh you're 100 percent right. He's, yeah. In in uh, 20, 2019, very quickly before we go to break, beats Houston 51 31, <laughs> 23 of 35 for 321 and five TDs, no picks, <laughs> no sacks, 134.6 rating. So he's had. Some, I will say false some, as well. He's had some good days. He's had a few. Good days at the office. Just a few. Okay. That is NFL True False <laughs> brought to you by Patron Tequila, the official tequila of the Buffalo Bills. Break time for us. Steve and I close it up next here on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. All right, so, Steve, it is the trade deadline day in the NBA, and it has been people have gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And the currency that is turned into Monopoly money are second-round picks. Just eight minutes ago, uh, NBA insider for ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski, said the Blazers are trading Gary Payton II to the Warriors for five second-round picks. Now, in the NFL, you can only trade draft choices a maximum of three years down the line. In the NBA, there is no such rule. Hence the way the Warriors are sending five second-round picks. Yeah, people are saying second-round picks are like the equivalent to FTX coins, you know, <laughs> they're like they're Bitcoin. Like, yeah, yeah, they're like they're like they're like cryptocurrency. Even worse. No, that's why I said monopoly money. Yeah, they're like the little they're like tokens at a pizza joint where yeah. you get prizes at the end. Yeah, tickets. Yeah, that's what that's what second round picks I, it's, are. It's nuts. It's uh, I've never seen this much activity. What big names, small names, middle right, of the road right. names. What do we got tomorrow? What's going on? Greg Cosell will join us for his final installment. Senior producer from nice. NFL Films. Nice. And we're going to have a fun topic on the table that's going to impact all of you that watch the Super Bowl with a bunch of people. We'll tell you tomorrow at 1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 